Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to following on, uh, following 84 overs of play possible in Kampur. Uh, and uh, day one ended with India on top. It was a uh, real even Stephen stuff uh, throughout the day. But uh, that final session uh, means uh, that uh, they're in control of the test match. Although New Zealand will still film new ball just at four overs old. They can come back on day two. Strike early, like they did on day one, and they're back in the game. Uh, all four wickets today falling the way of pace, the first of which in the first session of play, a garwell uh, caught behind. Uh, a beautiful bit of bowling from uh, Cole Jameson, who was a standout bowler. Again, three wickets in total, two of them coming in the afternoon session. Uh, Gil and also Rahane with Southie. Surprising out Pujara at that point uh, with Rahane's wicket, 145 for four, um, 154 for four at T. The match uh, really in the balance. But uh, uh, final session that went wicketless uh, sees Ayer on debut, 75 not out at Stumps and Shadeja uh, with a half century of his own. Plenty to discuss following a good day for pace, but uh, less so for spin. Uh, you're listening to Following On. So, I'm John Norman. Alongside me uh, for the next 20 minutes or so is uh, former England spinner Gareth Batty and uh, former world number one bowler Steve Harmison. Looking back at uh, day one, India winning the toss, deciding to bat. No surprise there. Handing a debut um, to uh, Shreyas Iyer. Uh, New Zealand handing one to uh, Rashan Ravindra. Um, uh, Gareth, uh, if I can uh, bring you in first, it was a day that we expected 
um, a lot of spin bowling. We got a lot of spin bowling. But unfortunately for New Zealand, it just did not happen. Does it? Uh, would it surprise you to hear that uh, their two frontline spinners, Ajaz Patel and William Somerville, um, Somerville hasn't played a first-class game of cricket. In fact, he hasn't played any cricket since April. So that was his first match today in essentially over half a year. And whilst Ajaz Patel has played a little bit of T20 stuff, his last first-class game was in June. Do you think... Uh, do you think we saw that today? Oh, possibly. Um, it's always very difficult because uh, we look at a surface and we're saying, yes, there's a little bit of spin day one, so we're licking our lips saying the spinners should clean up. The one thing we always forget with a touring team in India is that India are possibly, and there'll be a few countries that would argue this, are the best players of spin going around. So it's always going to be that little bit harder for the spinners. It's not a question of, just rocking up and the ball spinning, you're going to get your wickets. You need to be able to attack and defend in the same breath. And I, I think that is possibly uh, the story of the day for the spinners. I think Summerfield bowled very nicely, but he didn't, he didn't have as much of an attacking threat. So as many wicket-taking balls that, pot- that potentially Patel had, but Patel leaked more runs. He went at 3.7 for the day, which, uh, you know, it, it's not ideal. So it's the marrying up of how the attack bowled together and just because we have two stroke three spinners in it it's still got to uh, sort of balance out how and what you are doing at each situation throughout the day I just felt like particularly Patel at times was a little bit confused am I running up to ball a magic ball or am I running up to ball seven overs of very good balls and I know that one will have the batter's name on it uh, because I'm bowling with the guy at the other end It it was just a little bit disjointed so in answer to your question possibly showed that they haven't played a lot of red ball cricket yep fair uh, fair enough well let's look back at that first session because um it went india's uh, way they 82 for one at lunch but new zealand bowled nicely uh put pressure on southie and jameson with the new ball wagner not playing that was uh, some surprise i suppose uh, but let's hear highlights of uh, the key passages of play in that uh, morning session a big shout for LBW, that could be close, oh the finger's gone up he thought about it, did Verenda Sharma, he thought about it and he's put the finger up oh, he's, he's middled it, oh there's a noise there it's a length ball outside our stump I thought he might have flicked his pad Jameson, absolutely no doubt in his mind he's seen the daylight and he's heard the nick, it was a it was a solid thud into the outside edge, went really fine to the keeper, carried through to ankle height, uh, disappointing for Agawal down the wicket he comes and he's hit straight back over the bowler's head. Where's that come from? Six runs out of the blue. We did not see that coming. This has floated up and he picks the gap between uh, the mid-wicket and they must have moved mid-on around. So I'll talk about this field in a second. But that is Shubman Gill's 50. He brings it up off 81 balls. So Shipman Gill opening up alongside mate goal. Gill given out leg before when he hadn't uh, got off the mark, overturned that successfully, then should have been given out leg before wicket in Ajaz Patel's first over. Uh, but uh, the spinner didn't really appeal. There was more of an appeal behind the wicket uh, by Blundell and also Ross Taylor at first at slip. A goal didn't last uh, too much longer though. He was caught behind 
Um, thanks to Carl Jameson, who's first of three wickets. And uh, it was Jameson who spoke following play for New Zealand. As a collective, we, um, you know, we hung in there for, for large parts. And, um, you know, whilst they had a good partnership, it was still not a bad effort from us. Kyle, Dominic Cork here. It looked like you got some good rhythm, a decent swing. And we know it's a slow pitch, but you were getting a little bit of carry early on as well. So that must excite you in a way because you've not played test cricket for so long. Yeah, look, I, you know, I think I've um, hardly played in the last couple of months. So it's really nice to get back out in the park and, um, yeah, and find some rhythm. And, yeah, it certainly felt, um, felt pretty good this morning. It's probably... Uh, probably too good at times, um, hence, the, hence the overstepping, but um, yeah, look, it was nice to be back out in the park and playing test cricket. With the second new ball being taken this evening, will you be looking to knock over the guys as quickly as possible tomorrow morning? Yeah, I mean, that's always the plan, isn't it? Um, you know, hopefully the new ball swings a little bit um, yeah, in the morning and we can you know, take a few, um, you know, but at the same time, you know, there's two, yeah, two really classy guys in the middle and there's still some batters to come, so look, we'll have to be on our game tomorrow morning. Kyle Deepia, 258 for four. What's your assessment of the situation? Yeah, I suppose maybe in this, maybe a fraction ahead. But I think you know, I think we hung around pretty good. Um, to have them four down, you know, certainly would have liked maybe another, another one or two more. But yeah, look, if we have a good start tomorrow morning, we're certainly, certainly in a pretty good position. It's been a long day. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was a long day. Uh, Cattell, though, bad light bringing in to two proceedings, losing six overs of play. Uh, Harmy, you know, we watched uh, together, really, and we covered it on the following on podcast, the World Test Championship. You know, there was uh, some question marks about when Jameson burst onto the scene here in New Zealand. Um, the pace he bowls at, there was some of the opinion that whilst on pitches out here, uh, you're going to get some assistance. You get to the subcontinent, it's going to be a completely different story. But uh, he stood out again today, didn't he, on his first uh, test match in Asia? He did. I thought he was excellent. I thought the length he bowls, John, that's the key. He's not the typical tall bowler um, that bowls their natural length. And the natural length of a of a typical tall bowler is probably a foot shorter than what Kyle Jemison bowls. And the areas that he bowls, you know, the lengths that he hits... And he hits him with decent pace. He's not expressed by any stretch of the imagination, but he gets the ball to move. We've seen in that first over of the day, very, very first over that Kyle Jamison bowled. He, even though the, the, the first two balls were wide of off stump, um, it showed his skill level was swing. And then he, he bowled one with a, a big in-swinger to show the, um, I think it was Agarwal, that he, he had the, the in-swinger in his locker. And I thought he bowled excellent today. Um, I just think the spin bowlers, maybe it's a little bit of rustiness, but their inability to hold an end up um, probably cost cost New Zealand you know, having a, a little bit more of a foothold in the game. But take nothing away from big Carl Jamison. I thought he was excellent, along with Tim Southey. I thought Southey bowled well, even you know with the, the injury that he suffered. But you know, Jamison was the pick of the bowlers because he got the three wickets. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Yeah, he did. I mean, Bats, you were playing alongside him for Surrey. It didn't really work out for Jameson in T20 cricket for Surrey this year. But, you know, standing at mid-off or wherever, watching him bowl, what did you, what, what, where were you? What did you see uh, from what he can or what his game possesses? I think it's what Harmy touched on. Um, the length that he bowls. Um, can be a bit of an indeficiency for him in 2020 cricket because the batters can get underneath him um, and they can they can sort of exploit the fact he's a tall bowler. Uh, it, it makes his margin for error far less in a white ball game. But stick a red ball in his hand, all of a sudden that changes and it becomes a massive asset. So he just started to do some red ball bowling uh, before a championship game, before he got injured for us. And you could see the complete difference. You know, you, you're you watching the guy with the mitt take it, you're seeing where it's going through, uh, sort of just above stump height from a you know pretty foolish length with shape on the ball. Uh, he swings it both ways, which very few bowlers do at will. Um, and he's just a complete bowler because his radar is, is smack in there. He's, he's quite metronomic. Um, in hitting those areas, adding the skill of challenging both edges with the swing. Um, it's absolutely uh, why his numbers are so very, very good in, in the red ball game and test cricket. Yeah, and 49 wickets, I think it is, um, in just nine test matches tells its own story. The uh, story of the game was at two for one at lunch. Uh, Gill was still there, um, looking, looking pretty set. Uh, despite escaping the LBW, how different could the day have been, by the way, for Ajaz Patel, who was expensive on day one if he got that early wicket confidence and all that. Um, and Pujara, who were uh, doing what Pujara does, 15 from about 51 deliveries, I think. But the afternoon session just swung back the way of New Zealand. It was thanks to Cole Jameson, two wickets for him, and also one for Tim Southey. Let's hear how it sounded on TalkSport 2. Here is Carl Jameson once again. Bob balled him. He's gone off the inside edge. What a delivery that is. Shubman Gill can't believe it. He looks down at the pitch with a sense of suspicion, but 
I fancy it had more to do with the quality of the delivery than it did the pitch. I think Jameson has nipped that one back off the inside edge onto the stumps. Jess Patel is wide outside off stump, and it's a half volley, and the crowd will tell you what he did with it. He just punched this through the gap on the offside. Four runs. That's just a couple of times again, Ajaz Patel is overpitched here. Beautiful cover drive by Rahane. Brings up the Indian 100 after 36.3 overs. or 100 for two. South. They're coming wide. Oh, yeah. He's got an edge there. That was very good. He came wide. He angled it back in. Outside edge. It's gone through to Blondell. And Shateswa Padara is gone. Bold him. There's no doubt about this one. No oh. doubt at all. He's got him off the bottom edge. Next ball. Well, he wasn't strangled down the leg side. But he's been strangled off the bottom edge as he tried to run it to third man. And he's bottom edged it onto his stumps. So 154 for four at T. And really, um, New Zealand had bowled wonderfully well. And with uh, New India coming in with a you know, much changed batting lineup, you just felt that one or two wickets and suddenly India could be bowled out for around 250, which is the score that they're on now. But um, Shreya Sire, who we've seen in the IPL guys, and also uh, Ravindra Jadeja, who we know a lot about, um, well, they steadied things. But first, let's talk about Ayer. How did, how did you think he went about constructing his innings bats? Um, I thought he was shaky at the start. Um, I, I thought from what we see in the IPL, which is very strange to say, what I'm about to say, he was getting his right hip through and getting his right hand. He wanted to be a bit more right-hand dominant, which is something you associate more with white ball cricket, trying to hit the ball. Uh, and he stays beautifully side-on from what I've seen in the IPL. Um, so I think there was a bit of nerves there. He was trying to get at the ball, trying to hit the ball. Um, he took a few calculated risks, um, which he, he got away with, and then played quite beautifully once he got the field back. But uh, there was a there was a, a review on a on a an LBW from uh, Somerville, which was very very close. Um, he certainly rode his luck a little bit, and that's not that's taking nothing away from the innings. But compared to Jadeja at the other end, it was like um, you know Jadeja took no risk. It just looked very precise, very accomplished. So I think the bowlers would have felt they had a bit of a chance with uh, Shiriya as opposed to Jadeja. But um, look for the young fella on his debut. You know, you're taking the runs, and he played uh, very very well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there was a few chancy moments, wasn't there, for sure. He went through with some big shots and not quite getting to the pitch of the ball. A couple of outside edges at, or leading edges that on another day could have flown to mid-off. But it just shows, doesn't it, Harmy? This is a guy that, you know, he looks young, but he's got, he has got 50-odd first-class games behind his belt. He's played in front of the big crowds. And some of those big shots, they were properly calculated um, and, and he just looks, he looks like he's got, uh, he's got the mental strength to see off um, some stick, a sticky patch, to see off the nerves at the start of the innings. And also, he knows when to put the pressure back on the bowler. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we talk about 50 first-class games. He's, this kid's the captain of an IPL franchise. You know, if somebody's identified him that, he's got a good headpiece on his shoulders. Um, and he's a very, very fine young cricketer. So, you know, all that going in, getting his cap off Sunil Gavaskar first up this morning. See how much it meant to him. He was nearly in tears. He kissed the badge and, you know, it meant a lot to him to represent India in, in Test Match cricket. And up until the first 10 balls, he did look as though he just wanted to put bat on ball. Like Bat said, he lost his shape a couple of times. And then, story of New Zealand. 
Um, it Patelli, Ajaz Patelli, he bowled him a rank long hop, last ball of the over, managed to get it away for four, and you could just see, you know, Ayers, the shoulders just gone from being tense to just relaxed a little bit, and then all of a sudden he runs down the wicket, bangs it straight over his head, and you know, the left arm spinners head for six, and you think, right, here we go, he's he's starting to sort of come out of his nervousness and it's 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 back to playing cricket as, as though he was playing in the park again and yeah, fair play to the young man he batted very very well 135 balls for 75 um don't underestimate the 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 guy at the other end who is a very very seasoned campaigner i i still believe Jadeja is one of the best situation players there is when it comes to red ball and white ball cricket um, and to have Jadeja at the other end would have been a massive help for for Aya, just talking him through situations, not wanting to panic, making sure that he was picking you know, the right bowler to target in the right areas. So I think all in all, it was a fantastic partnership. What was it, 145 for four? Yeah, you put two wickets on that. It's not a it's not a massive till, I would say, from an India point of view. But if you all of a sudden, if you're one, you want 150, 160 for six. Then all of a sudden, the initi- the initiative you've got by winning the toss um, just just evens the game up a little bit. So, from a partnership point of view, it was brilliant. Yeah, it was uh, it was a much needed defensive innings from Shadeja. We saw a couple of those during the summer against England. But let's hear how it sounded on Talksport too. As Southie comes in, angles the balls at the stump, and Trey Sire is going to bring up his 50. Just hits this straight of mid-on. Just a little push, takes off, and in his first test, he has scored a 50 in his first innings. Patel, short, wide, it doesn't bounce at all. Trey Sire just waits for it, though, and dabs it down to backward point and takes another boundary. Down the wicket comes Trey Sire, down the ground he goes. Has he gone all the way? I think it did, didn't it? Six runs. He wanted his 50, Jadeja, and he's got his 50. It was a good ball on off stump. He pushed it to mid-off, and he just took off. And there was a fling at the non-strikers, sorry, at the strikers end, and Ayer has got home. But a very, very good 50 from Jadeja, even if he did burn, he almost burn his mate to get there. Gives it some flight, and Treyas Ayer just bangs it over deep mid-wicket. So that's how it sounded uh, on TalkSport 2. There were a couple of other moments, though, guys, uh, towards uh, the end as Kane Williamson was trying to get through to the new ball. He instructed uh, his spinners to to bowl well wide outside a leg stump. Um, it wasn't called a wide, but I think on another day or by a more experienced umpire, uh, bats, uh, it probably would have done or it should have done. I wouldn't say I'm, uh, I'm the authority on the laws of the game, but I think my understanding of it was... Uh, if you're bowling over the wicket to a right-handed batsman outside leg stump, um, if the ball continually goes down the leg side, I, my understanding is it should be wided. Um, and I think the umpire had a chat uh, after a few overs. Um, as I said, my understanding is that should have happened pretty early on in the piece. Um, I'm very happy to be stood corrected on that, but that's certainly the case uh, first-class cricket in England. Um <coughs> Uh, OK, I think it's a little bit cold up uh, north. You can hear Harmy oh, struggling a little bit. But um, uh, looking ahead to day two, guys, uh, Harmy, in terms of the pitch itself, I mean, the pitch is 
well, actually, they do get better. Lords gets better. But I'm not expecting this pitch to get better. How uh, how do you feel it's going to play on day two and moving forward? No, I don't see I don't see this getting better. Um, the way I, I described the pitch as though it was. Yeah, on the first morning it was probably like the first morning of a, a day two or day three. It was probably sort of prepared a bit early. That's why both teams played three spinners. Didn't go up, but just kept going down, um, and it spun. So I can only see that you know, the, the spin getting a little bit sharper because of the slowness in the pitch. You could you could play the spin you know, quite comfortably. Uh, or India did play quite comfortably. I just see this you know, as it as it possibly dries out a little bit. Does it get a break up? It becomes a bit more even, uh, uneven, and then um, you'll probably hit sharp spin when when it comes to the footholds. And it's a crucial look at the old cliche, you know, the the crucial next thing that happens in the game. But New Zealand need to make inroads with that second new ball, and they might just rue tomorrow morning not having that third seamer if we get the similar conditions what we had this morning you know, that thick smog a little bit of heavy condition ball swung it nipped about a little bit Saudi struggling a little bit with the body if they had a Wagner all of a sudden you'd, you'd fancy them to make you know, a couple of inroads and not let India get away from them all of a sudden tomorrow morning if, if India do get a little bit of a partnership can get to 320 350 plus then unfortunately I, I don't think this day, this game will go long into day four uh, and there's only one winner with the likes of Aksar Patel, Ravi Ashwin and um, J- Ravinder Jadeja. Yeah, Bats, I mean, it's um, it, it, at 150-odd for four, you thought New Zealand are going to be in the game if they can bowl New, India out for 250, but once that score starts disappearing past 320, it's... It looks a huge ask for essentially a New Zealand side that a short match practice as well. Yeah, it, it was almost the point that Southie walked off. You just felt, oh, hang on a second. They've lost an option there that was actually working very well with having whichever spinner it was, but one of the seamers operating with, it seemed to be the, the sort of go. And had they been able to extend that for maybe an extra hour, would it have been the difference between that partnership extending like it did um, possibly, we never know. It's uh, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but uh, I, I certainly think on a slow pitch, it's underestimated what the seamers can do, um, particularly if the spinners uh, are not quite uh, at the races. And uh, it, it showed there later on with the older ball just uh, just how dangerous the Southie uh, and Jameson were. Um, I feel like India gained control because their spinners are just a bit more adept, they're more experienced. And if we're being brutally honest, and I, I don't mean any disrespect to anybody by this, we're talking about one of the best soft spinners that's ever played the game um, and an all-rounder in Jadeja that's a, you know, as good a left-arm spinner as you're going to get. They're, they're just right up there with Axel Patel, who's, who's very young in his infancy of a test career, but uh, his numbers are quite exceptional. And Bats, in terms of the captaincy from Williamson, you know, how did you rate it, um, especially when it came to dealing with his spinners? It was interesting. I, I didn't always feel like we had a, you know, there was a plan A, B and a C. And if A didn't quite work, we'd go to this plan and then we'd go to this. Um, I, I don't think he had how he was going to control the ebb and flow of the game, which... Generally, when people go subcontinent, particularly India, they have a way of controlling um, passages of play. 
And I think back to when England did it so very, very well. Monty Panasar was able to be that, that anchor who could hold a passage of play for England with either a seamer or with a swan. And you'll see it in the, in the Indian innings, how they can go to either Jadeja. I think they'll go Jadeja as opposed to Ashwin because they see Ashwin as more of a wicket taker. They don't want him to get tired in doing the nuts and bolts part of it. So Jadeja quite often, when nothing's happening, holds the game, holds the scoreboard, all of a sudden rushes one through and allows the other end to bowl how they want to do. So whether it's a Yadav uh, or whoever they decide, I feel like they have that holding pattern. And then you can attack for a period of time and hopefully you go boom, boom, you take two, three wickets. Then you hold again and you can extend and go through the gears. I just didn't feel um, uh, Williamson was able to do that. One, because they didn't quite bowl as well, but I'm not sure he had the plans A, B and C quite um, you know, sort of logged as he, as he was uh, going through the game. I, I just felt he was always reacting as opposed to being uh, sort of on the front foot with it. Brilliant stuff. Well, look, that's, uh, we'll let you go. It's been a really early start for yourself and, of course, Steve Harmison, uh, part of a four-man uh, team, four-man bowling attack alongside Jarrah Kimber and also Neil Manthorpe. Uh, all the action throughout this test series between India and New Zealand will be on Talk Sport 2 and uh, play on that second day, getting back underway at 4 a.m. Uh, in the UK on Friday morning. But for now, let's have a listen back to how the action sounded here on TalkSport 2. Oh, there's a big shout for LBW. That could be close. Oh, the finger's gone up. He thought about it, did Verenda Sharma. Ooh. He thought about it, and he's put the finger up. Oh, he's, he's middled it. Oh, there's a noise there. It's a leg ball outside our stump. I thought he might have flicked his pad. Jameson, absolutely no doubt in his mind. He's seen the daylight, and he's heard the nick. It was a... It was a solid thud into the outside edge. Went really fine to the keeper. Carried through to ankle height. Uh, disappointing for Agarwal. This has floated up and he picks the gap between uh, the mid-wicket. And they must have moved mid-on around. So I'll talk about this field in a second. But that is Shubman Gill's 50. He brings it up off 81 balls. Here is Carl Jameson once again. Marbled him! He's gone off the inside edge. What a delivery that is. Shubman Gill can't believe it. He looks down at the pitch with a sense of suspicion, but I fancy it had more to do with the quality of the delivery than it did the pitch. So are they coming wide the wicket? He's got an edge there. That was very good. He came wide. He angled it back in. Outside edge. It's gone through to Blondell, and Shateswa Padara is gone. Bold him. There's no doubt about this one. No oh. doubt at all. He's got him off the bottom edge. Next ball. Well, he wasn't strangled down the leg side, but he's been strangled off the bottom edge as he tried to run it to third man, and he's bottom edged it onto his stumps. At T, India 154 for four. Oh, he's backed away, exposed all of his stumps here as Shreyas here, and he's cut it away behind square on the offside for four. But, goodness gracious me, well, it looks pretty risky. I mean, he's backed away to the leg side. As Southie comes in, angles the balls at the stump, and Trey Sire going to bring up his 50. Just hits this straight of mid-on. Just a little push, takes off, and in his first test, he has scored a 50 in his first inning. Down the wicket comes Trias here. Down the ground he goes. Has he gone all the way? I think it did, didn't it? Six runs. Tim Southie, I said, had come up from long-on to mid-on, and Trias here didn't need a second invitation to take that route for six. Gives it some flight, and Trey Asaya just bangs it over deep mid-wicket. 
So to close the play after 84 overs with 258 for four. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 